Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, gals, and welcome back to season two of Mouth Off Radio, the weekly podcast from nastagal.com. I'm your host, Paige Martin, and you are joining me from our new digs. Now, for anyone who's missed it, there's a whole season for you guys to catch up on. And for anyone who didn't know, I'm also a buyer at the head office in Manchester. So stick around for any new content, exclusive gossip, and the inside track of all things Nastigal. Now, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. This week, we'll be joined by fitness guru and Instagram mega babe, Danielle Pisa. We're going to be covering all topics from her relationship with social media, how she's becoming more financially aware, and the confidence in being okay with yourself. Thank you for joining us this week, guys, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. So here she is, Danielle Pisa. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really loving this. You liking the new digs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of feel very homely. I feel like I could move in. I love that sofa. I'm right. so jealous that you get. Seems to like a really one. good nap. Yeah. Sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be checking that out later. Um, but yeah, it is a very comfortable sofa, and we love our new digs. Are you enjoying our bar? Yeah, I am. I What's mean, your I'm... go-to tipple typically? Um, so I actually only started drinking when I was 25. Good so, for you. Yeah, I was kind of a late bloomer when it comes to uh, drinks, and now I'm a gin girl. Yeah, preferably a pink gin yeah, as well. I love a pink yeah, gin. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's kind of that's where mm, I'm at. Yeah. Um, Although I do see a Pims. I'd always go for a Pims in summer. Yeah, Pims and lemonade. Oh, I see Kraken. I love me some spiced rum down there. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if we're meant to be naming all these alcohols, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm quite familiar with you because when I first joined our big sister brand, Boohoo, you had done a fitness range and you helped us yes. launch the first range. And there was pictures of you all over like our canteen and like the videos of you doing the dance and stuff. And I worked a little bit on the project, getting the product together. Okay. So it's really nice to catch up with you all these years later. Oh, yeah. So um, for our listeners and viewers, tell them a little bit more about yourself. Okay, so I am an ex-professional dancer. Um, which is kind of where the fitness comes in a little bit okay. later on. Um, grew up in London. I'm now 31. And I was a professional dancer from the age of 18 up until 27, 28, like okay. full time. That was my only job. Round about when I was 25, 26, social media kind of started to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, started to grow a following on there. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, actually, maybe this could be 
some sort of a job, but I had no idea at the time, obviously, what it was going to come to, yeah. like what it is now. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I decided that, I always knew I didn't want to dance forever. Mm -hmm. um, and I decided to kind of take that jump and then go kind of social media full time. Mm -hmm. First of all, I started in fashion and beauty and was like, yeah, all the other girls I'm seeing, fashion and beauty, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Then I realised that as much as that is like an interest of mine, it's not kind of who I am like to my core. Yeah. Um, and actually I'm, I'm a dancer mm -hmm. and I like being active, I like being fit. Um, and that's where the kind of fitness thing came in. Okay. And I felt like it kind of happened at the perfect time for me because then obviously things like, yeah, that big Boohoo campaign yeah. came along, went out to us, over to Australia and shot that over there. Yeah. Um, and then kind of from there, I've kind of been known as like the dance workout girl okay. on kind of social media, mainly on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but still, I do have that kind of fashion and beauty. Like, I'm a girl, I'm quite a girly girl. I like those sort of you things. You have those interests. Yeah. yeah, and then I've just ended up here chatting to you about what I do. <laughs> So I actually watched one of your YouTube videos last night, me, me and my mum had a go at it. Okay. And it was, I think it was like less than 10 minute workout yep. and wow. Oh yeah, that, I, I like to do bite-sized workouts because I want to give people the freedom mm. um, and the choice to kind of work what they want. Yeah. Like, I've tried watching like 30 minute workouts and you just end up like skipping through, like yeah. this is a bit of a boring bit. Yeah. Whereas I see it as if I can create like even three to five minute workouts. Yeah. People can say, right, I want to do a bit of bums, a bit of arms, and they can kind of create their whole 30-minute workout, but from loads of different ones. Yeah. And I think, like, exercise, like, staying active, keeping fit should be fun. Yes. Like, I've been to some classes and I've been so bored. Like, for me, I want people to feel like they're having fun, almost feel like they're not exercising, yeah. but obviously still working the muscles and getting a sweat on. Yeah. So that's kind of why I like to keep them quite short. Okay. So. Well, I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I was like, oh my God. But it was so interesting how you work up such a sweat yeah. in no time and really engage some areas where I was like, what is that? What is that? Why does that hurt so much? So yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, it. And I would suggest you. that anybody goes and checks it out um, because they are very like bite-sized workouts that can fit, uh, fit into your life. Yeah, you know, you haven't got to take cool. a lot of time out. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go and check those out. Um, so your fitness, as we've said, revolves around dancing. And you said that you were a dancer. So yes. what was your experience of like dancing from 18 to like your mid to late 20s? What? Do you know, it was so much fun. Like yeah. I think when I speak to people, um, they always think like, oh, is it like fame? Is it like center stage? Is it like Black Swan? Because I went to a ballet school yeah. as well. So. But um, like my career itself, it was so much fun. I got to travel the world yeah. um, with people that became my mates and yeah. are still some of my best friends now. Um, I got to obviously meet some incredible people, like celebrities work with these people. I was always really lucky that I didn't ever dance for like a really like kind of high maintenance or a diva. A, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have any diva yeah. kind of situations, which was really good. I have heard of some, but luckily no one I worked with was yeah. like that. Um, it was just really fun. It definitely isn't as glamorous as I think what a lot of people think. Yeah. Because, you know, we'll go on Instagram and you'll see um, a, a celebrity getting on their private jet and flying to the show and landing and then going on a yacht and then they're like, oh, I'm just going to sing this couple of songs <laughs> and there'll be dancers behind and you just kind of don't even really realise that the dancers are there. Yeah. What you don't realise as well is that that person might have got on a private jet, we've got on the easy jet flight, 4am mm -hmm. from Gatwick and then had to get a bus and a coach and our changing room is like a toilet. Yeah. Like, it's not as glamorous, but I didn't do it for the glamour. I did it because I really enjoyed dancing. The experience as yeah, well. Yeah, I just, I just always wanted to do it from a little girl. Can you say who your favourite person that you've danced for is? Um, 
so I actually feel like I've got different people for different reasons. Yeah. So I danced for Kylie Minogue for quite a bit. Yeah. And that was amazing because I travelled a lot with her. Yeah. We did parts of Asia, Europe, never did the States, but then a lot of the UK as well. So mm -hmm. that was great just because the travelling with her was great. Yeah. And we always got put, got put up in the same hotels as her. That's nice. So, you know, we'd stay in the Mandarin Oriental. Yes, yeah, she'd be in the penthouse. But I'll still take a standard room in the Mandarin Oriental. Do you know <laughs> I what I mean? Like, I'll still take a standard room. You're not yeah. chucking me in, you know, the budget hotel down yeah. the road. So that was amazing. Um, and then I also did um, one of Katy Perry's music videos. Oh, awesome. And she was hilarious. Yeah. She was talking to us girls. She was like, girls, do your feet hurt? Mine do. Can we have a can we have a Tootsie break, please? And like she'd let us all sit down because we were all wearing heels. Like oh, she that's was nice. actually a real dream. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she was lovely to work for. So they're like two that kind of stick out in my career. But like I said, I didn't work for any real divas so no. I, it was always kind of a pleasant experience when we would meet them and like they kind of just do their thing we'd do ours we just wanted it to be a good show good performance and that was it and do you have any one performance that sticks out in your mind like oh my god that was amazing um, I, I've been fortunate enough to dance at Wembley Stadium a couple of times mm -hmm. um, once with Justin Timberlake um, and then a couple of times on like bigger like summertime ball those kind of sort of concert type where there's loads yeah. of different acts yeah yeah so those sort of things as well um and they're always good like, i love performing to, like a live crowd mm -hmm. like for me that was always really fun like feeling like the energy yeah of what like ninety thousand people screaming at you like you can't really match that adrenaline i, I don't think yeah um so i would say anytime dancing at Wembley stadium also because i'm a londoner so dancing nice at, home, at home there yeah. like the o2 like i'm home yeah so it's, it's nice and my family would always like try and come and watch as well so That's amazing. yeah so they, they were my fun ones that must be such a surreal experience being like yeah. on stage and seeing all those people looking back it's yeah it's a lot you kind of have to blur it out um <laughs> Because you can't really think about then the fact that of, many... Yeah, yeah, freeze, yeah. Yeah, and like, there'd always be one person, one of like dancer that would say before you go on, remember, if you fall over, it's going to be on YouTube forever. And you're like, I don't need that. That's me. Like, yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. Like, with everything else, yeah. there was always that person. You're like, right, I'm going to have a word with you after. I'm going to get into my thing. You put that not, doubt yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, OK, cool. And what about... Um, have you ever had any slip-ups or any like... No, I'd, and I feel like now that I'm out of my dance career, yeah. I can say no, I, I haven't, because I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because I'm done now. You're a reigning champion, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, luckily, luckily I haven't. I've had like a couple of costume nightmares, costumes that like, come undone and I've had to like dance and do it up at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I've never actually exposed myself or, or no tripped up or, or anything like yeah. that. No, Amazing. no, never accidentally punched anyone in the face, like, things like that. <laughs> These are all things that I know have happened uh. to me that I know as well like oh, so I, I assume are you um, well practiced in different types of dance or is there anything in particular that's your your strength or? so I would say that I'm like a ballet girl so after I did after I went to secondary school mm -hmm. I then went to a full-time ballet college called English National Ballet School yeah and we did ballet half eight in the morning till half six at night like every day and then wow. we did a half day on Saturday so it was like five and a half days like full full ballet so I would say like deep down I'm a ballet girl however yeah. because I didn't go into a ballet company I didn't I didn't do the go down the ballerina route yeah um I then moved to what is known as like commercial dancing so like backing dancing yeah so that's kind of a bit more like street I guess maybe a bit more hip-hop yeah bit. kind of sassy kind of Beyonce that kind of vibe yeah sassy girly vibe um that I would say they're kind of my main things but I did tap when I was a kid so I can give you a little time step and things like that. I want to like do that. tap so oh, badly. Maybe I'll teach you a little bit of tap. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. I really do want to do tap. Yeah, like, if you've got rhythm, 
then you'll be fine at tap. Oh, I've got rhythm. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have a huge social media following, like absolutely ginormous. What have been the peaks and troughs of your experiences? I would say the peaks definitely are the people that I've met, um, the opportunities that I've had in terms of both collaborating with work and also just getting to like travel to amazing places. Mm -hmm. um, I have to say some of the freebies because I, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. you, you know, we do get some perks as well and get some free things. Yeah. Um, so the, the peaks definitely outweigh the troughs, like 100%. Yeah. But I have had some really negative times. Um, I would say about two years ago, I had a really, really bad relationship with social media. Mm -hmm. um, I went through quite a dark place with it. And I think because I didn't know who I wanted to be and who I didn't, who I wanted to project on social media, mm -hmm. it was really messing with my mind. Yeah. Um, I was just going through a bit of, actually, into my personal life and everything was fine, but I was going through something just personally for me, like yeah. just individually. Yeah. Um, and it really, yeah, really kind of rocked my boat. And that... I think it's probably one of the worst times I've had with social media. And then second to that, it would be any like negativity and any hate and all the online bullying, which now I'm cool, whatever, like give me your best shot. Yeah. That's kind of the attitude I have towards it now. Yeah. Um, but I think that was more so when I started, a lot of the hate was from back when I started. And I mean, I've been told any awful thing you can think of, uh, your mum should have aborted you, hope your oh. plane crashes, hope you get cancer. Uh, why don't you jump off a bridge? Um, I hope you choke on your next meal. Like I've I've had it all. I've had it all. Wow. Yeah. And, but you know what? Like for me, that's obviously awful. But I knew that my mum was seeing it because my mum would go and look on my Twitter account or Instagram. Like she'd just search and she'd go through, like see people that have said these things to me. Yeah. That for me because I'm so close to my mum and all my family. Yeah. That for me, I think hurt me the More. most because I'm like, I don't want my mum, like, I, I can kind of deal with it. Yeah. I don't want my mum seeing that. Like, yeah, and her worrying about it. And then you. her worrying, yeah. yeah. So, um, but you know, like these people, I mean, cool. Yeah, hate has gone hate. Right, you know? <laughs> um, so I saw recently that you were out in LA. Um, you were out there um, for the new, um, highly anticipated Tarantino joint that's yes, just come out. Absolutely. And um, was that your first time in LA? Because I know you're well-traveled, yeah. but it was your first time. No, no, I've been to LA probably total about 15 times. Wow, okay. Over the last, um, I'm going to say like eight years. Yeah. Um, a couple of times on holiday, probably more so now for work than yeah. on holiday. Okay. Um, because I used to be an ambassador for Reebok. Mm -hmm. I was their ambassador for three years and I was actually signed to the Reebok US mm -hmm. um, label. So a lot of the times I would go out to the States for like a one day shoot, as in yeah. literally fly all the way, 24 hours, <sighs> fly and come back. back yeah. yeah, but I love LA. Like, I don't think I could ever live there. Hang on. I say I could never live there. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I could live there if I had the lifestyle that I would want out there. Yeah. I don't think I could up and leave there now and start again from scratch mm -hmm. and network again. And like, if I made it and I'm financially super, super comfortable and you know, whatever, and can live in the hills and you know, have yeah. that life, yeah. then absolutely I could live there. Yeah. But I don't think other than that, I just, I wouldn't choose to leave London. No. Plus I love my, my family, my friends are here. Like I just, I love London. If you could like, take them all with if, you. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> we could all go. Yeah. Yeah, have a great old party out there. Yeah. Then, yeah, I would, but no, I do love LA though. It is, it is like, I love, I love the vibe of it. 
I love that you don't need to worry about taking an umbrella out. You don't need to worry about taking a jacket. Yeah. Like, all of those sort of things. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for that. Oh, amazing. Um, so you created a really gorgeous vintage look on your trip. Um, yes. It was like really cute boot cut, like denim, the little crop. Yeah, which is I like your go-to look. Yeah. Does styling come easy to you? Is that something that you've had to work on being more visible in the public eye? I definitely feel like I've had to work on it. Like it definitely doesn't come naturally. And even now I really am like, oh, does that work? Like, or I think like, what would so-and-so do if there's an account on Instagram that I really love their vibe or their style? Yeah. I often like will save pictures. I love the fact that now you can save on Instagram. Yeah. I save those pictures and I go back and I'm like, I want an outfit kind of like that, but Similar what do I have? Vibe. How can I recreate yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but I also think from working with different stylists or even brands just along the like the way, yeah. I've picked up maybe a few little like things I know like flatter me or wouldn't work on me or mm-hmm. things like that. So, but I definitely feel like I don't want to put too much pressure on it because I think it's fun to experiment and, and you just want to feel good. So I don't want to put loads of pressure on myself. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that I'm going to feel my best if I feel like I look good, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's kind of like you want to kind of be chilled with it, but it is important to me yeah. about how I look because it will make me feel more confident like every day. So what is your go-to look? Because I know that you are, of course, from a dance background. Yeah. And... Is it very tempting to wear leggings and a crop every oh my day? God, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've got probably... Because I'm not, and I do wear that all the time. Like, yeah. pair of leggings to work all the oh, time. Oh, it's just so comfy, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, like, I've my probably my active wear drawer is probably, like, my most vast. Yeah. I've got everything in there. Yeah. But I do, like, recently, I would say this year, I've tried to only really wear active wear if I know I'm actually going to do a class or a workout or something. Yeah. Um, other than that... I would say for, well, I mean, recently, over the last few months in the UK, I've been, like, running out all my summer clothes. I've been giving you, like, little dresses and mini skirts and shorts. Yeah. But usually, because yeah. I feel like that's, like, not obviously going to last in the UK. <laughs> it's a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're coming to the end of it now. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, a jeans and a T-shirt girl. I'm, I feel like I'm quite low maintenance when it comes to just chucking something on. Um, I love, like, the, like, men's cuts of T-shirts as opposed yeah. to, like, a woman's cut. I love, yeah, me too, Like, a, yeah. a boxier T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm always in, like, a flat or a trainer. Like, I very rarely wear heels. So I've got a lot of heels, but mm. I very rarely wear them. Yeah. So I would say jeans and a T-shirt um, and, like, a leather jacket or some sort of jacket. Like, so blazers, I'm into blazers. Very nasty girl style, it sounds. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie, a good 60% of my wardrobe is nasty girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, we need to work on the other 40%. We'll get there. <laughs> Which means that the other 40% is like active wear, so yeah. we're nasty girls. Fair like, enough, actually. You know? yeah. I think we've done it. We've done yeah. it, girls. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So what is it exactly that inspired you to start helping people get in shape? I know how good I feel once I've moved. And I'm not talking like you've got to go and do like a really intense like hit session. I just know that throughout my whole life, whenever I've felt either a little bit down, now that, now that sounds really like centre stage, like if I'm down and walk into the studio, like it's not <laughs> like that. But like if yeah. I'm feeling a bit like stressed or anxious, I'll go do a class or even a bit of yoga. I kind of make up yoga in my flat because I don't really know what the actual moves are. <laughs> Dan yeah. would dog a bit of that. Yeah. Um, but I know that it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if it works for me, maybe it'll work for other people. Yeah. So I just feel like I just wanted to share, like, this is what I do. Like, you don't have to do it. I ultimately want to make people feel good through movement. Yeah. Like that, if, you, if I had to, like, like, put one tagline on what I do, I want to make you feel good through moving. Like, that is literally it. Um, so that's why I thought, you know what, let me like share these workouts um, and a load of different ones. So I've got some dance ones and I've got some that are more like targeted just for the bum or just mm-hmm. for the abs or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not about a, you have to be skinny to feel good. No. But I do think if you move, you feel good. Yeah. Like I, I don't care what you look like, but I feel like I know for me mentally, I feel so much better when I've moved. So I just wanted to get that message out there. I just yeah. think it's important that people at least try like, at least give it a go. If it's not for you, cool, you carry on doing what you're doing. Yeah. But I'm just supplying this service, I guess, and people so far are... are yeah, it. they're yeah. doing it and they're joining in. So I know you are a very busy lady. You have got your fitness. Is there anything else that you're working on as well in the background? I've got, a few, things, I've got a few things that I, I want to do yeah. that are still in the very, very, very early stages at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um but it definitely, yeah, does kind of revolve more around kind of workouts and being able to get to maybe a few more people. Yeah. Um, which obviously online and social media is great for that. But if there's a way I can kind of tap into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in more like business side of things. I think maybe like my 20s were for having like the best time of my life. Yeah. And I feel like everyone should experience that during their 20s. Mm-hmm. But now I'm 31. Yeah. So I feel like now I need to be like businesswoman Danielle, you know? Yeah. Like I'm just in a different phase in my life. So I'm just a little bit more in like interested into either kind of what seems like maybe the more boring stuff, but like the investing and the that sort of thing. Like that's kind of where I'm more yeah. I think maybe focused now as well. That's very interesting because I was having a conversation yesterday and it was um we were talking about feminism and we were talking about how important it is for women to be financially independent in order to really be able to claim all these things that women want and deserve Um, and my mum will always say she's always said to us like make sure you have your own separate bank account and you save for a rainy day in case anything goes wrong yeah I, I never really understood it but as you grow older and you see and not necessarily from my experiences I'm very lucky my husband's amazing but 
from other people's relationships and I can see how when there is that breadwinner and yeah. it can be a woman and a man it, it, yeah. it, it works either way yeah. um, how hard it is for people to kind of get up that to get that get up and go yeah. when they are dependent on people. So I think it is very important, as you said, to kind of get that business brain on and not necessarily start your own business, but just be financially just, aware. Yeah, just be aware yeah, yeah. of and like, what you're doing. Yeah, and I, I wasn't there in my 20s. Like, I didn't... My parents would say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, fine, whatever. And I think... I don't regret that because I feel like, do you know what? I actually needed that time of just kind of being a bit more carefree. Yeah. But yeah, now I do. I just want to kind of take like control of my own... Um, like I own properties already, mm-hmm. which I know that I'm in such a fortunate position. Yeah. Um, and I actually put a post up quite recently talking about um, kind of how hard it is as well, especially A to buy, but B to buy in London as well. Mm. Um, and, the, you know, level. a lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, but you've got everything and you do this, and you do that. And I'm like, yeah, but still I have to be like on top of what I'm doing and like kind of know about myself and know like financially because also I think with this job, like social media could just poof yeah and go and then I'm like my bank is like you got a mortgage to pay <laughs> yeah I and don't I'm care like, about social media yeah like, like, where's my money <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 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 so I feel like it is really important that's kind of where I'm more focusing on now just yeah just becoming maybe a little bit more business wise amazing and do you think that's something that you will share with like um your peers and younger women coming yeah through and stuff definitely like that? I, I do this series on my Instagram called girl chat and people email me in questions. Yeah. And they're always about different things. I'm actually filming one this week, which is about social media. But I've done one about friendship, toxic relationships, mm-hmm. um, loads of different things. And people have said, can you do one about how to save money and about how to kind of actually pr- be able to provide to your- for yourself because you seem really independent? And I'm like, well, I'm great. I'm glad that you think that. that. Because sometimes <laughs> I call my mum and I'm like, mum, how do I use my washing machine? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to definitely like share that because I would have wanted to see that you know, even a few years ago, I would have wanted to be able to look and be like, oh, okay, that's what I maybe need to do, or that's a good bit of advice. So how have you enjoyed um, having that platform and having people interact and answer your questions? Has there been any situations that have been really difficult, you're not sure how to answer it, or has there been any case? It's been amazing. I think now, especially with things like DMs and things like that, like being able to actually kind of converse with people on a much kind of closer level um, is really great. I always try to reply to comments under my posts and like them and stuff, but having that kind of, the the DMs is, is really good and letting people if they want to jump in there, then they can. Yeah. Um, I've had, yeah, I've had a couple of, of I would say, tough instances for me when people have messaged me and it's about something they're going through in their life. And actually, I think ultimately what they need to do is they need to speak to someone closer, yeah, as in like yeah. physically closer to them. Yeah. Um, but I think they maybe come to me because I think I can help with all of their problems. And that's quite a lot of pressure on me when people are saying either I, I want to break up with my boyfriend or I feel really depressed at the minute and I don't know what to do. That's when I'm like, okay, actually, I, I think you actually need to maybe go and seek out more professional help because yeah. I don't really... No, I don't want it on me, but I'm not a professional. You're not equipped necessarily to give that advice. You don't know the whole situation. Exactly, yeah. There there are a couple of times, like, in those instances where I'm just a bit like, oh, I just don't know how to handle it. Mm. Um, But I also, I can't ignore it because I also can't do that to someone. So it's kind of knowing how to respond, giving advice, but also obviously kind of lead them kind of in the right direction type of thing. Um, But other than that, I love the fact that I can... We can chat, like to, I can chat to my followers, and I, it's great. Like, I wish, I wish, and I don't wish that I had social media growing up. Mm. It's very different. I mean, we've touched on this in so many episodes, and like how different generations are dealing with it, and yeah. you know, 
we get blamed a lot for what is happening on social media and the state of people's psyche and stuff. And then there's a new generation that are coming through and they're not as dependent on it, which is quite exciting. Yeah. And I want to see what those guys yeah. do. And like, you know, they're, be, they're straight edge and they don't like drink and they're very serious and they're aware of what's going on. So yeah. that's exciting. Um, and I know that for our generation, we were the first ones to grow up with it. So mm. we are like the beta tests. Yeah. So, <laughs> No one knows. We'll be the messed up one. Yeah, like at 80 years old, can you imagine like what we're going to be like? It's yeah. going to be insane and it's quite scary as well. Um, but I do think, as you said, there are some really great benefits and there's some really, th- there's some things that we should be really cautious about yeah. as well. And it is a great platform and a place for people to come and talk and, yeah. and to get advice on, on what they need and places for you to like help people physically as well as like emotionally and, and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it's, it's exciting and scary yeah. and interesting. We're just and, going with it, aren't we? Yeah. We're like, like walking through like a room yeah. in the dark, like yeah, I'm just sure. trying to figure I'm, it out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna go for this, yeah, it sounds good, yeah. yeah. Right, Daniel, we're gonna jump into the quick fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, question number one, an album or a song we need to listen to and why? Um, Cardi B's album, just because I feel like it gives us that female empowering, empowering energy. Oh my God. Right? She is such an icon. Right? Right. I, honestly, I listen to her music, I feel like I could take, take over the world. She's just, I, I still don't have the words for her. Yeah. She's such a breath of fresh air and she's so funny and unapologetic. She's so funny. Yeah. Like, every, there's not, not a week that goes by that she doesn't say something that's like completely wild and she's yeah. constantly pushing that boundary. And I just love her even yeah, more for I it. Do. And yeah. I think a lot of people need to be a lot more like Cardi B. Right. So, yeah. Get that Cardi B listen, attitude. If you haven't heard the album, definitely go and listen to that right now. Um, what does confidence mean to you? Oh, God. Okay, I thought these were going to be, like, simpler. You're really digging deep here. Um, Confidence to me is being um, okay within yourself. Yeah. And actually, it's not about, I'm I'm acting like this for someone else, I'm okay. Yeah. Because they often say that the quietest person in the room is the most confident. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's not about being the, you know, the biggest personality. Sometimes you just got to know when to listen. Yeah, like self-assured. Exactly. I like that. Um, So we're going to fast forward 10 years. Okay. Um, what change do you hope to see in the world? Because we are in a weird place right Ooh, now. In the world, I feel like we need a lot more love. I know that sounds like a real beauty pageant answer, <laughs> but um, we need to look after the planet a little bit more, I think. Yeah. I, 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 like, I'm not an eco-warrior. I, I'm doing my bit. I'm trying to do a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we need to show love to other people and also to the planet in, in 10 years. I'd like to make sure that they're like, Two things because there's a lot of people fighting. A lot of conflict, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. Um, so leading on to that, do you think the world could be doing more to support protecting the environment? Now you say that you do a little bit and it's something that I talk about with my friends and yeah. constantly going back and forth and like, you know, offices are like here's recycling and cutting down on waste and paper. Yeah. What do you think needs to be done on a, a wider scale or is there anyone that you think needs to be targeted to help move these along like big corporations for example? I think I, well, I think everyone needs to take responsibility for themselves so yeah if you are a bigger corporation then yeah your responsibility is slightly larger because of the size of yeah. you um, but I think it's not about like one or two people doing 100% of the things I think if everyone just did one or two percent yeah 
that would actually make the difference. make a bigger difference. Yeah. You know, so things, yeah, like recycling or you know packaging and all, all of those sort of things, or mm-hmm. you know even clothing and all all of that. Yeah. Um, then I do think that there'd be a bigger bigger change. Do you have any goals for the next year? It could be something small. It could be something big. Um, I really want to go to Japan. Same. Yeah, within the next year I'd like yeah. to visit Japan. I tried to float that to my husband as our um, honeymoon and he was like, I need a beach. And I was like, fair enough. So it's like on the back burner, but I need to get to you Japan. You could always do Japan for a bit and then go somewhere else for yeah, a beach. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, I think do, that we're going to have to do that. You know, whistle stop tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Best excuse for bailing on plans? Do you know what? I'm actually quite brutally honest. I'm like, I, I just can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. But yeah, like, I don't really give it like, no, I will give, if there is actually a genuine excuse, but if I actually just like, you know, some days, especially in the winter, you're at home, it's dark, in. it's grizzly. Yeah. I don't want to go outside. No. And I'm like, I'm sorry, can we just like reschedule? Yeah, I'm you know, My friends get me though. They're like, yeah, I'm like, cool, you know. Okay. If you could have or learn one new skill, what would it be? I wish I could speak Italian. Italian? Yeah, one quarter Italian. Okay. Yeah, so um, my sister and I can't speak it. She can actually speak it a little bit better. She started going to Italian school. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wish I could I wish I could speak another language. Yeah. Um, but I would choose Italian just because it is part of who I am. Excellent, yeah. that's a good one. You? Spanish. Okay. Yeah, definitely Spanish. I'd love to learn Spanish. Mm. Um, and then, actually, Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah, that's always a good one, isn't that it? That is always a good one. Yeah. I'd love to learn how to speak Mandarin. Yeah. Do you have any guilty pleasures? It could be a crush. It could be a weird food thing. Um, I don't, not crushes. My guilty pleasure is the miniature Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, my God. The mini ones, though. Yeah. Not the big ones, the minis. The mini ones. Why do they taste so different? And they do taste different. Um, do you have any unconventional relationship or dating advice? I've never really dated. Mm. Like, I've had boyfriends, but I've never really done the whole, like, dating, dating. thing. Yeah. Um, but this is going to, again, sound really cliche, but I do think you need to just try and be yourself. Yeah. I think it's when people try and, you know, if we've seen guys, they've tried to act like someone else and it's a massive turn off mm. I think guys probably see it the same yeah, in girls, us as well yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm a very sarcastic person so anytime I've met any boyfriend they're like if they don't get my sarcasm or they don't see it straight away it's like this is not going to work. work yeah because you know, I am a sarcastic this, this person yeah. yeah I get that um when was the last time you laughed really hard and why oh it I can't remember exactly why but it was a few weeks ago at an event um, for my friend Jules von Hepp, who does the, um, he's co-founder of Isle of Paradise Fake Town. Yeah. And um, he put on an event, and just every time I'm around him, like he's just got that sort of personality. He yeah. just, he's also very cutthroat with his like sarcasm and humour. Yeah. And I always, I know whenever I see him, I'm just gonna laugh. I can't remember exactly why, but I remember we were sat there, we'd finished the event. He had vegan pizza and rosé, and I was laughing a lot. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day, and. Yeah. It's nice to have that person yeah. that go-to that will always make you absolutely wet your pants yeah. in. So we've got last question now. Okay. What was the first thought you thought of when you woke up this morning? Can I go back to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> can I get an extra 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah can I go back to sleep? That's yeah. usually it. Or another one I have is, 
why is my alarm gone off? What am I doing today? Because uh, every day is yeah. different. Yeah. So I have that quite a lot. I didn't have that this morning. Yeah. But quite often, I, my alarm will go off and I'll be like, oh, what, is what, what is it today? Like, yeah. why am I waking up? Because it's always at different times as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a common one. Oh, that's a me. good one. Yeah. yeah. Right, Danielle. Well, that was the quick round questions. You've survived it. How was it? All right. Have yeah. you enjoyed coming in and talking to us yeah, today? Yeah, I really have. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing to meet you and catch up with you after all these years. Yeah. Um, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. So my Instagram is at Daniel Pisa and my Twitter is also at Daniel Pisa. Um, and if you go onto YouTube and search Daniel Pisa, you will find my whole YouTube playlist with all of my workouts and videos. Well, everyone, this has been Mouth Off Radio. I've been your host, Paige Martin. Peace. everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.